And I just wanted to start this off by saying welcome, welcome, welcome to DMMR Podcast. I'm going to hand it over to Mike because he's normally the one that starts everything off. So, Mike, and there we, you go. And I am back, Mr. Podcasty McNasty, doing it solo again this time. And I've actually decided that I'm just going to rename the podcast. I know y'all like the um, you know Podcast McNasty thing. So we're actually going to rename it from DMMR to the McNasty Cast. And this week, we are talking about how to fold your sheets without getting wrinkles in them. Like, you know, you take it out the dryer and then you're trying to get it upstairs. So that's what I'm talking about here solo by myself today. As you know, Dijon is no longer with us, but I feel that he's still here in spirit. Um, but we have to move on. We have to. We, we have to move on. Like we have. There's no choice. We have to move on. Oh, uh, um, oh, uh, um, this was, actually, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, oops. I'm, this was the time when you came back, wasn't it? Y- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, actually I was at the wrong script. That was, yeah, um, that's wow. Kind of embarrassing, you know, it's embarrassing. God, <clears throat> as I was um, saying, as he was saying, as we were saying, I'm here, I'm back. What? And I know that you guys missed me because I am in, um, well, I don't want to spill the surprise, but I'm no longer where I was. I'm in a brand new place now. Speaking of great. that, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded an episode? Which I think it was like four months ago, if I remember right. Together, at least. I did, I did do that solo episode last month. Mm-hmm. But, and um, I, did a, I did a solo episode myself. It's just... um. Locked in the vault. Ooh, like episode zero. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. We don't talk about that. We don't. Mm -mm. We don't talk about episode zero. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. So, um, lately, well, there's been a big change in my life. No, I'm not pregnant. So don't assume that. I didn't. Yes, you did. I read your mind. Mm -mm. You did. I didn't. Um, the change that has been to my life. No, I'm not married. Not yet. Coming soon, though. Um, the change is that I have moved from the great, beautiful state of Maryland. And I am, uh, just to remind everybody, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Go ahead. I am now... Um, staying in Los Angeles, California. Oh, I know that it must be such a downgrade from uh, Maryland. It's, it must be difficult coping. The scenery is just not as good there. Um, it's not. See, actually, it's a huge upgrade. The scenery is way better. Just saying. Oh, no, I understand. Um, um, back when I worked at Lillian Vernon in the training video, they actually mentioned that Virginia Beach is pretty much like the Los Angeles of the East Coast. And, you know, that's where I'm at. So I, I've already uh, experienced how, you know, I pretty much lived in L.A. my whole life by that, you know, by those standards. Someone lied to you. Um, Yeah, no, L.A. is it's wonderful. It's great. It reminds me so much of being back home in Florida, I, honestly. But it's like florida upgraded you know like it's like 
Florida with the Hollywood sign in my backyard. Um, and in Florida, I didn't have a Hollywood sign in my backyard. I had snakes and alligators. But, um, yeah, it is, it's, man, it's been so great. It's been a huge, huge journey. I am so happy. This is now my one, two, three, this is now my fourth month here. Um, and honestly, I love it so much. <laughs> like, I'm just like, ah, I never want to leave. And I probably never will. Um, so yeah, it's been really, really awesome. I feel like I've run across so many opportunities, you know, since I've been here. Yes, we are in the middle of a pandemic. So, you know, that has certainly affect, affected the um, film department. But, you know, I have been working on a few things. I have a business manager now and about to get things really taken off of my books, which I'm so excited about. And I'm working on a secret project that I'm not going to reveal all of it, but I'll just say that the project involves my books and it involves videos. Yeah. So it's going to be super awesome. If any of you have checked out my book trailer then um it will be something similar to that however it will not be a book trailer if you haven't checked out my my book trailer feel free to um go check it out on youtube freedom arts or you could just go to freedomarts.com scroll down you'll see the book trailer um oh speaking of my book trailer there's there's another new thing i have oh my god i have so many new things in store for you guys and i'm so excited to share all of them and i promise you you're gonna see all of these things within the next coming weeks um, my schedule is jam-packed. It has been jam-packed, honestly. Like, even as we speak right now, I'm, like, trying not to fall asleep. Um, yeah. So, that's basically what I've been up to. That and learning foreign language. Um, <laughs> yo hablo en español. Um, you know, uh, so, um, it's been great. Really great. Life is good. Dreams oh. telling the truth. The best thing is, which I saved because I know that you, I specifically talked to you about this and I know that you wanted me to mention this on the podcast, but now we get to say for the first time, we are coming to you from VA to LA. Yeah. I know. Boy, I really looked forward to that. (laughs) I know that you wanted me to say that. Um, Oh, I did. I, I, I did. That's like, it's pretty much the same as like. Virginia Beach and LA are pretty much the same thing. It's like no. literally, no. like they both have beaches. Yeah. They both have buildings. Yeah. People live there. Like it's the same thing. It's literally the same yeah. thing. Um, That's the, the the similarity stopped there. Yeah. No, it's been it's been awesome. It's been awesome hearing about all the stuff you've been doing out there. But, you know, I've been keeping it under wraps because I didn't want to spoil when you came back and everything to the podcast. Um, but, you know, what I've been up to because I just be on YouTube all the time. But I recently had my two-year anniversary of the Mike Text It Out channel. And I did a live stream, which everybody showed up extremely late for, and, as usual. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I want to do more live streams and kind of incorporate that into maybe my video schedule like i'm thinking about either doing like a friday night live stream or something like that i just have to figure out i don't want to do it unless i have something that i can do or talk about every week 
Um, but there are a lot of things that I could talk about that maybe aren't, aren't enough information for a video, but maybe I want to talk about. So I'm thinking about kind of incorporating that. And great news, everything on my channel has been down lately. Subscriber count has been the lowest it's ever been in over a year. As far as and um, the watch time and all that stuff has also been down too. What? Um, that's... You said it's been down, as in like, yeah, yeah, it literally, it's been like the worst in, in over a year. But let me tell you why that's good, because for the longest time, there's been one video on my channel that's been really popular. That has, I think it has over fifty thousand views now, and that's really gotten most of my views and my subscribers mm. in there. But it's starting to like fade in popularity now, and so I think that's why everything's been down. But it's good because whole, the whole 2020 year was kind of me rebuilding the channel and kind of getting, establishing what I want to do going forward. Mm. Because the first year was very much like me just like, if I bought something new, I got to do an unboxing for it or something like that. Where this, like recently, I would say within definitely the whole year of 2020, it was a lot more strategic because I started 2020 and I was like, well, I'm out of ideas. And I had to make something that was sustainable in the future. So... The fact that the views and stuff are down is actually good because that means that that one video isn't supporting the whole channel anymore, which I always hated. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting subscribers and stuff, but it's mainly because of this one video. I want people to watch my stuff now, like what I have going on now. So that's why it's a good thing, and um, I'm going to continue to build off of that. So I think, I mean, I know it'll go back up eventually, especially because it was honestly a lot of it's probably because of the holidays. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, that's what's been going on with the channel. So like I said in my live stream, I'm not focused on subscriber count anymore. I'd like to get to 1,000 because that's when you can start monetizing at 1,000. But I'm not in a rush for it. I just want to make the best content and have a more coherent channel. So that's what I've been focused on. And mm -hmm. That's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and also I got a camera cage. That's been really cool too. Ooh. I can't show it because I'm using it right now because <laughs> I'm using the actual camera. But if you're not familiar with it, it's just like if you have like a DSLR or a mirrorless camera, which most likely if you're doing video, it'd be a mirrorless camera. But mm -hmm. it's like a cage you can buy and it's, you know, you screw your camera in there and then it has a bunch of screw holes around it and you can just attach a bunch of accessories to it. Like I got to the point where I was attaching so much stuff to my camera every time it was a pain and I was like, I really need to get a camera cage. And there's this guy I watch on YouTube. Um, he had an old video. It was like three years old. His um, his channel was like DSLR DSLR video mm -hmm. shooter. But he talked about um, like cheap camera cages you can get and kind of the advantages of it. And basically, it's like you can just slap a bunch of stuff up there and have it ready to go. So now I have my mm -hmm. monitor screwed on there. I have my microphone ready to go. I even have because um, I have a remote shutter and that's even on there. So like in case I need it, it's all just there. And all I got to do is just put it up or pull it out, pull my batteries out, and just stick them in, and everything's ready to go. So. That's been really nice. It's going to help a lot with like doing my videos. It's literally going to save me probably like 10 or 15 minutes of setup, just not having to set all that stuff up for the camera every time. Mm. So that's what I have been up to since, well, I, well, I recorded the episode last month, which, you know, check that out because I was doing my dang solo dolo and I talked mm -hmm. about a bunch of stuff that I don't even remember. I know I talked about the graphics card thing. Um, like graphics cards being yeah it was everything sold out that's what i was talking about and i ha i did do a follow-up video on that actually that dropped last week last wednesday on my channel about 
how to buy a graphics card right now if you really need one. So if you've been mm-hmm. considering buying one, go check mm-hmm. out that video. Yeah, it's a good video. I actually just watched it uh, a few days ago. I've been I've been a little bit late on watching your videos. I'm not gonna lie, but that's just because sometimes I'm like busy and I forget to do things. And um, yeah. Um, so I have a question for you, Mister. Why are you wearing a bra on your head? These are the elusive Apple AirPods Max available at the low price of $550 if you can find them at all. Low price? I'm working on the review still. It's probably not going to be next week because I still have mixed feelings about them. So... But yeah, I mean they're not they're actually not overpriced. I will say that. And I said that before, they're not overpriced. Because if you look at like the like the outside of this is aluminum and then the whole frame is stainless steel. And even like the higher end headphones like the Boses and the um Sony's, they're all made of plastic. So just the material cost alone is kind of does kind of justify the price. Also I like mm-hmm. the fact that um the ear cups are removable, so you can actually like buy different colors if you want to, and also you know ear cups get dirty and wear out over time, so that's really going to add to the longevity of it, um, to being able to change out the ear cups. Because like even my Sony ones that I had for, I think I had it for like a year and a half, but the ear cups are like gross, and it's like, well, I'm kind of stuck with it. Like either trying to clean it, and possibly like risk damaging the headphones, or just kind of living with it being gross. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that it has interchangeable ear cups, and the sound quality is just as good as those headphones. Like the mm-hmm. you know Sony WH1000XM4s and the Bose mm-hmm. 700s, but um, that's part of my criticism is like it's just as good. Like it's a mm-hmm. little like teeny tiny bit better, but you're paying like um, 150 dollars for it. So it's kind of one of those things where if you care about the build quality, these will these will probably overall last you longer just because they're built like tanks. Mm. And, you know, you have the interchangeable ear cups. But that's a lot of what you're paying for with these headphones. So that was like a sneak preview of like where I am so far. There's a lot more like stuff that I have to talk about with these headphones. But, yeah, I mean, they're all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I don't really think they're overpriced because I am – I may be a little bit more of an Apple fan than I am of, you know, Android so I'd be willing to pay for them. Um, they're not necessary for where I'm at in my life right now. But, um, you know, speaking of Apple, I am really excited because I only have a few more months left so I could pay off my iPhone 11 Pro so I can get a 12 Pro. I really, okay, <laughs> after looking into it, I really want to get a 12 Pro Max um, because even though I hate bricks for phones um the camera on a 12 pro max is apparently better than the camera on a 12 pro which is different than how the 11 pro and 11 pro max was because i think with 11 pro and 11 pro max the camera is the exact same um yeah, because it's, they actually put a bigger um sensor in the 11 pro max this year which makes sense because for the longest time i'm like okay well what's the point of having this big phone if there's no advantage to buying it other than it being big 
Because then it's just inconvenient, <laughs> unless you want a big phone. Yeah. But at least they finally did something with the Max, which I was kind of happy with. I still opted for the Pro because for me, the size is the most important. Plus, I don't use this as my primary camera anyway. But mm-hmm. I can understand like if, you're, if that's going to be your primary camera, then going with the Pro Max. But the camera up here is great. When is your um, when do you, when do you be able to get a new phone? I think in May. Like when is your? I'm correct. May. That's gonna be tricky because you could get the 12 Pro, but typically Apple comes out with a new phone every September, so mm-hmm. it might be worth just waiting at that point to get the, whatever. I don't know if they're gonna do a 12s this year or if they're gonna do the 13. Out and some Apple's weird with their. Um, numbers, but it might just be worth waiting for until they drop their new phone at that point. Mm, thank you for saying that. That's probably exactly what I'm going to do. Um, that's I, I I love the fact that Apple knows how to release phones. I feel like Samsung uh, could take a lesson from them. How do you feel about that? <laughs> so I actually just finished watching Samsung uh, unboxed earlier today. I'm I'm late because. Had a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, I was considering doing. I was considering doing it for my video on Sunday, but I decided to go with something different because, for the most part, I feel like this year Samsung's phones were kind of boring. It, they kind of looked very similar to last year, and there weren't that many new features. But the thing, the thing is that I kept getting from the conference was, I just kept feeling the direct comparison to Apple, and I'm like, look, if you can't do the ecosystem like as a whole as good as apple just don't keep comparing yourself to apple i know that's our main competition but samsung's phones are really good for what they are and they're not iphones and the integration is not as good or it's not the same as i don't want to say their integration is not as good it's not the same as apple's integration because they don't have the same product lines that apple does Mm -hmm. like they don't really have a strong laptop they don't have like a macbook pro equivalent they don't even have an iPad equivalent. Like, they have the Galaxy tabs, but no one buys their tablets. Like, no one buys Android tablets in general. So, they don't have, like, the ecosystem that Apple does where, like, a lot of the stuff that make or a lot of the stuff makes sense. Like, they announced their Galaxy Bud Pros, which are competing with the AirPods Pro. And then they touted how, like, oh, it has a separate subwoofer and blah, blah, blah. So, the sound's going to be better. I'm like, okay, well. And then they're like, you can seamlessly switch between your different products i'm like yeah but who realistically has a samsung phone and a samsung tablet let alone any kind of samsung computer like that's not that's not even a thing to tout with a samsung do they even make computers uh i think they make i know they make chromebooks i I used to have a samsung chromebook um i don't know if they make actual and then they have the stupid dex thing where like you could it's not stupid i mean it's it's all right i haven't actually tried it myself It, it seems all right where you can take your phone and it has like a dock and you can technically use it as like a desktop type experience. Mm-hmm. And I think they have some integration with windows, but I don't, I don't know how far that goes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that will work on like a windows computer mm-hmm. or not. Like as far as automatic switching, but like if you have mm-hmm. AirPods, like even the Macs or the AirPod regulars, the pros, like if you go, if I start doing something on my um, MacBook, then it'll automatically switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or if I do something on my iPad, I'll automatically switch to that. So that's the similar integration that they're talking about mm-hmm. but it's like they don't have the products to <laughs> where that's meaningful so i'm like you know it's cool that it can do that but it's not um something to really tout especially if you're comparing it to apple um the one thing that i'll say that's cool about them is 
they're mm-hmm. stealing the feature from the AirPods, which is spatial audio, and that's basically where it simulates like surround sound with the headphones. Which that's not new. Headphones have been able to do that forever. But like, let's mm-hmm. say if your phone's over here, or you you move your phone or whatever, your head, it'll keep the audio where the screen is. So like the front, like it's gonna sound like it's coming from over here. If my phone's over here, like over this side of my face or whatever. I actually tested it. It's pretty cool. So they're actually stealing that feature from Apple. Which is good because that means that because right now there's a very limited amount of content that supports it because the, right now the AirPods are the only headphones that do that, and mm-hmm. so since Samsung's coming out with like an equivalent feature, that means that there's going to be more content to support it. So I'm actually happy about that. Um, oh, and, that's impressive. So I don't like I don't have an issue with like people stealing from each other, but I'm like you can't do the whole ecosystem thing like Apple, and their ecosystem yeah. is different. Like it's just not the same. Yeah, no, I understand. I actually don't have a problem with people stealing either because, to be completely honest with you, um, Nintendo stole my heart whenever I start seeing all these data leaks about them coming out with this new Switch Pro, which I have been saying for a long time that the Switch Pro was going to be a thing. And now it's starting to prove itself to be true. The Switch Pro is going to be a thing. Within the next few months, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, I did I did a video on it based on the leak um, mm-hmm. that got out there where someone found information in like the firmware, um, kind of hinting towards a more powerful Switch. I don't know if they'll call it the Pro, though. I mean, no, they, that Jesus, no, they're not. I th- that I, I feel like that's just like a industry term. Like when people came up with, like I'm like Nintendo never calls their stuff pro. It'll be like new Nintendo Switch, you know. Yeah, that will I think, most likely be the name of it. The funny thing is when I think about it, the only one that used the pro aside from like Apple, like a gaming wise, was PlayStation. The PlayStation yeah. Pro, like Xbox did the Series X, which their name was was equally as stupid the series s and the series x like why would you pick two letters that sound so similar like no one with a list was gonna be able to pronounce either one correctly <laughs> i'm just gonna go to the store and like i want the xbox series s and they're like um and then they're gonna end up with the cheap one and they're like no i want the series s and then like that's what that's what this <laughs> is it's it's such a bad it's a bad name i want the series s <laughs> <laughs> no s s <laughs> I'm asking for the series F. <laughs> and then they, it's like then they just carried over to this current generation. It's so stupid. So yeah, I just hope that they don't go with pro. I don't see them going with pro because that's they're a casual. That, they're a casual gaming company. Like they're not. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't even say stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it's going to be called like I said, like the new Nintendo Switch or you know the Nintendo Switch U. <laughs> Um, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> um, Nintendo Switch Up. Oh, I like that. Switch Up, you know. Realistically, uh, I thought there's two names. There's one or two names are going to land on, which will be the new Nintendo Switch, or mm-hmm. if it, the screen's bigger, then it'll be like the Switch XL. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be the new Nintendo Switch. Um, but yeah, so they're saying, of course, it's going to have 4K output. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like the 4K is literally like the main part about it, and they're gonna clock everything at a higher rate, so games are gonna run a little smoother. So for those people who have or are interested in like Hyrule Warriors on the Switch, um, you'll be able to play it without 
the lag. I know like that's been a big part of the complaint about Hyrule Warriors is that it lags a lot. Um, I don't personally have the game yet. I planned on getting it. But as I'm talking about this, it's kind of coming to me like, I think I'm just going to wait until this new Nintendo Switch comes out. Because um, I love my Switch so much. Actually, I have it with me. Hold on. You know, I love my baby so much. But, um, of course, you know. If you guys remember our other videos, special edition, because, you know, <laughs> we don't do cheapness over here. But, um, yeah, you know, I feel like, um, uh, God, what was I going with my brain? Oh, okay, I remember. I feel like with it being everything being clocked at a higher rate, it's going to be a lot smoother to play some of my favorite games because I tend to like games that uh, are more graphically powerful, you know. Um, so, you know, I love Breath of the Wild, of course, you guys know. You've probably heard me talk so much about Breath of the Wild on here. Like, it's literally one of my favorite games. And it is one of the best games ever made, if not the... Mm, it's in top three. I don't know. My number one favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy X. So, um... But, yeah. So, I'm super excited about seeing it. I'm super excited about the fact that we are now in the anniversary of my two favorite Nintendo series... Uh, Legend of Zelda and Metroid and it's being reported that we're going to see both of those this year that we're going to see a new Legend of Zelda and a new Metroid um, some people are don't quite have the faith to believe that it's going to happen I didn't even say so anything I literally mm. didn't say anything actions speak louder than words <laughs> I think but anyway Metroid is going to come out it will, it'll come out Oh, you know what? Since we're talking about Metroid, I almost responded to your shade, but I'm not going to. Um, since we're talking about Metroid, so Metroid Prime 4 has been getting so many new great people on it. Apparently, production has been going very quickly, which is not the least bit surprising because, once again, we are in the anniversary of Metroid. So I'm going to guess, and I'm pretty sure that I'm right, that we're going to see two new Metroid games this year. One is going to be from scratch, which is most likely going to be Metroid Prime 4. And I think we're going to see um, the Metroid Prime trilogy, which people have been demanding for a long time. Or I feel like we might actually get a 3D Metroid for the Switch, which will be... or oh, 2D. Sorry. Not 3D. 2D. Ah, so we'll actually get a 2D Metroid for the Switch. I am so excited about even the thought of seeing that and of course the legend of zelda anniversary is so exciting i love legend of zelda it is mm, i'm not sure which one i like more <laughs> sometimes i feel like i like zelda more sometimes i feel like i like metroid more i think i like zelda more because it's more consistent than metroid is but um as far as gameplay wise and story wise i like metroid more because i'm into science fiction i'm into different planets and everything but for the legend of zelda anniversary there's been nothing official said, but a lot of people are talking about, you know, of Ocarina Time remake or Majora's Mask, all things we would love to see. There have also been talks about Skyward Sword because the Switch is perfect to be, um, to play Skyward Sword. So we'll see which one actually happens. Either way, this is going to be a great, great year for Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo is going to do two and a half to maybe three more years of support for the Switch. Um, and, that, and I mean the whole Switch family. That includes, like, the Switch, uh, the new Nintendo Switch. And then we're going to see a new system from them. 
But so uh, maybe around 2022, 2023, we'll see a new one. The but, Switch yeah. Elite Pro Series. No. <laughs> you. Jesus. Two. It's not funny. That's why I'm not laughing. That is mean. And we don't use you in reference to Switch anymore, in reference to Nintendo anymore, because um, there's a complicated history with that. Wait, wasn't there... I feel like there was a console in between the Wii and the Switch. I just can't remember. Nope, there wasn't. Are you sure? Because that's like a... There was like a gap there that seems like there was, should have been like a console in between. Mm-mm. No, Nintendo just had like a little break, you know. They had like a what, like a three year break. That's all. They just wanted to chill a little bit, you know. That's all. They had the what was it called? The Splatoon system. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it at all. Not even a little bit. Don't remember it. Um, I think you're you're delusional. The other thing with the new Switch, it's supposed to have a 1080p screen for the handheld mode. I think that's, that's also the rumor, which would make sense. They're going from yeah. 720 to 1080. I hope yeah. that they, um, like, one of the rumors that I heard was, like, it could have an OLED screen, but I was like, you know, that's going to get a little expensive for Nintendo. I was like, I don't know if they do OLED. Um, I don't think the OLED screen is happening. Because if, if it's the rumored $400... I mean, they could do it because, like, the Vita, technically, the original PlayStation Vita had an OLED screen. So it's not, like, anything that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, most of the phones, like, even the iPhone and a lot of the cheaper phones now have OLED screens. So they've gotten cheaper. I mm-hmm. just don't think that Nintendo would do that. It wouldn't It wouldn't really matter that much. I mean, a lot of the games, unless they're going to support HDR and they want to do OLED screens or whatever, but I just don't see that really... I don't see Nintendo doing that. I don't really see it being like a meaningful difference for the Switch. And I kind of like the Switch's screen because even though it is like plastic and LCD, it's really it's a really good screen if you drop it because it's not um, it's not glass, so it doesn't it won't break. Yeah, it, it still scratches, but because it's a plastic screen and it's not hard, it's really difficult to break. And I don't I don't know if they mm-hmm. want to give that up to have like an OLED screen. Um, not that they couldn't like put a coating over it, but it would be more susceptible to damage. So, and it would be a lot more expensive to manufacture. Yeah. So I just don't see them doing that for, and they've, I, they've always been like cost oriented. Well, at least with their more recent systems, at least since the Wii U. Cause was, the GameCube was when they went all out and, you know, tried to do like a, um, system that was on par power wise with the systems of that generation. And it didn't really pay off. So. <laughs> nope. The GameCube flopped, which was a shame because the GameCube, like when I look back, the GameCube had some of Nintendo's best games on it. Um, uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee is, I, I would say, other than Ultimate, considered to be the best Super Smash Brothers, and uh, I mean it laid the groundwork for Ultimate in every other Smash Brothers game. Um, Resident Evil Four, of course, the best Resident Evil of all time. Yes, people like to bring up Resident Evil 4 was also released on the PS2, but it was released much later than it was on the GameCube, and honestly, the PS2 version was trash, because um, the PS2 was not a strong system in the least bit. Um, but, yeah, it had those games, and it had Beautiful Joe, I loved Beautiful Joe, uh, they were on a, GameCube had so many good games, I can go on about this forever, but I'm not going to. Um, uh, and they had the last F-Zero game that they made. Um, you're gonna make me sad now. 
it's so funny because F Zero seems like it'd be such a simple concept, but every time I play like a ripoff game, it's never like as good. I'm like, how? Never, never. I'm like, how can nobody else make this game except for Nintendo? <laughs> I'm like every time I'm like, oh, this might be fun. I'm like, oh wait, no, the level design isn't good, or like the uh, this this always stuff that's just not right. Like F Zero, they need to do another F Zero. And since we brought up F Zero, we're gonna do a quick little cutaway to the F Zero music. Do 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 do. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do it. We're gonna put it in editing or something i don't know but um i think you know which one i'm talking about if you don't know i'll send it to you but anyway so um there's been this new app that i've been using and uh i don't think the app itself is that new i think it it's starting to gain more popularity but um it's called clubhouse and i have been enjoying this app so so much it has been such a great way to talk to like um i don't like to use the term celebrities because it just it sounds ugh. But to talk to people who are on the inside of the industry, people who can, like, open doors for you, you know, uh, you can present your ideas to them. They can connect you with different people. Like, it, it, it's such a great app to use. And I honestly, I've been enjoying it so, so much. I, I'd say, like, in the past, like, week, I haven't used it as much because I've had other things to work on. And it's easily one of those apps that, like, you'll find yourself on there for literally hours um just gathering inside information the industry and talking to different people or whatever whatever the different groups you're a part of actually mike i I, you had a clubhouse experience right oh you mean when i downloaded the wrong app at first and then um i had to download the right one which is funny i just actually just got an email about today (laughs) the 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 wrong app that i downloaded and it was Mm -hmm. like you're going to be downgraded to a free membership if you don't uh, put in your credit card information. And I was like, I don't even know what this app is. I literally just downloaded the wrong app and created an account. So, but yeah, but funny enough, I did download the wrong app at first. But yeah, I've been I've been on there. I've actually gotten, um, I've actually happened to a few rooms and mm-hmm. just like, it's really cool because I think I was listening, I forgot the guy's name is, but he was on the show Shark Tank and he was just kind of talking about um, some of the ideas and stuff that they passed on. Um and why and it was just really interesting to hear from like someone's perspective that was in the industry i think the best way because i was thinking about it i don't think i told you this but like <laughs> the best way i would describe the app it's kind of like um it's kind of like a ted talk but it's mm-hmm. interactive that's literally the best way to describe it it's like if mm-hmm. you, if you want to do like a ted talk but it was a social network that's kind of clubhouse yeah where, but like it's better because you know you can actually you're actually in the room and you can ask questions and whatnot and actually get to talk to people. So mm-hmm. there's just like a bunch of powerful and influential people up there, and from all types of industries. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of my friends slash that person that helped me buy this house, she was on there and I didn't realize it. Um, but she's a realtor, and that there's all there's all kind of like realtor related stuff on there as yeah. well like everybody like every industry is up there is really cool and you can kind of build your network around the things that interest you if you can mm-hmm. get you know if you can actually get invited to the app <laughs> yeah it's not for everybody but i'm actually glad that it's invitation only and i'm also glad and i don't mean this as offense to anybody i promise you guys i i support people having whatever kind of phone they want to have but i do like the fact that it's iphone exclusive i feel that um you run into less complications that way. Um, maybe at some point they'll open it up to the Android market, perhaps. I don't know. But I, for now, I'm enjoying the fact that it's iPhone exclusive just because it feels good to have an app that's not just like Facebook, you know, 
or like Twitter where like everybody can hop on it. Then it just becomes a smorgasbord of crap, you know. Um, Facebook was originally used by college students and, you know, it was very different. It was a very different app than what it is now. It was very, very different. Well, I should say website because at that time, I don't think apps existed. (laughs) But, um, you know, now Facebook has just turned into something That's funny when you mentioned that. Um, I don't. I didn't realize it was iPhone exclusive, but it's funny when you mention that. But there is a problem with a lot of uh, Android related apps where the quality um, in the app, like of the uh, cameras and microphones, aren't as good because they have to kind of build their API for you know thousands of different phones. Mm-hmm. So, it, where versus the iPhone, you're building the app for this set of phones. So typically, and that's a lot of things that I've heard because I haven't really been in the Android ecosystem that much, but. Um, mm-hmm. There was one specific guy that I watched on YouTube, and he switched from um, Android to iPhone for his business-related stuff because he was like, that was one of the things he was like, you know, when I record voice memos or if I take pictures like an Instagram and stuff, it's just or upload pictures, it's just higher quality on iPhone, even though mm-hmm. like camera-wise, you know, Samsung and um, especially Google, like the Google Pixel, the cameras are mm-hmm. just as good in some cases better than the iPhone picture quality-wise, but because the apps aren't optimized for the phone, it just turns out like garbage when you upload it versus on iPhone where it's a consistent experience. So that might be one of the reasons that Clubhouse is up there because it's very dependent on having a good, you have to have a good microphone on your, um, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. that that would make sense. It's probably, they, maybe they will put it out on Android, but it might just take a while. But that, I just mentioned the Samsung thing because they actually mentioned during the Unboxed event that they're working with Instagram and um, a few other apps to um, have better quality pictures and stuff with the native camera app in those apps. That was actually one of the things they mentioned at their press conference. So they're aware that it's an issue and they're actually trying to work to resolve it, at least for the Samsung phones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of one of the things that plagues Android <laughs> in general right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully it will, it will get out to um, Android. And But I, I don't think it's going to be, it doesn't need to be one of those apps that everybody has access to. I definitely agree. It's, for business people, it's not for people to go up there and start a room. They have Discord and other and the other apps for people for mm-hmm. you know for that for regular people. But it's yeah. good. It's really for people that are trying to build a business, um, or even like for me doing my YouTube stuff, which I need to get up there more. I just been really busy. Yeah, there's a lot of like podcasty McNasties that you can follow on there. Like, I feel like. Um, you know, it'll be such a good way to meet other podcasters, you know what I mean? And we can really like start talking to different people for both your personal channel and also, you know, for our podcast, you know, just to sort of, you know, get ourselves out there a little bit more, you know, and talk to more people and people who may have more experience or whatever, you know? So, um, I, I, my, hmm. How can I say this? Oh, I know. So uh, I was looking at my calendar earlier, and I noticed that a very important day passed a, a, a few days ago. And um, it was the day that actually my best friend, he and I have been best friends for about seven years now. Um, six, seven years. But, um, and, um, yes, it's... it's uh, he actually just turned 32, I think. Yeah, yeah, he just turned 32. Actually, yeah, his name is um, Mike 
well, I call him Mike, but his name is Michael Robertson. That's yeah. very similar to my name, but I just turned 22, so I didn't realize you had, like, multiple friends with the same name. Oh, no, 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 it's you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Oh, I think you got the age wrong. It was, uh, it was 22. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 32, because you weren't, you weren't born in 1999. Yeah, I was. Oh, you weren't. No, I, I was. No. I literally just started drinking like a year ago. Ooh. The delusion in this one is strong, everybody. I'm not going to be shaded so close to my 21st birthday. Mm. Can't even keep his lies straight. He said he just turned 22, and now he's talking about his 21st birthday. You see who this is? You see what kind of person this is? Mm-mm-mm. Shame. Shame. You are being shamed right now, dear sir. Shame. Alright, whatever. I guess it was my birthday, but I don't know. I just wasn't about to sit here and celebrate being 32 because there's nothing to celebrate except for like, it's not bad. It's just not like a, I think... It's funny because after a certain age, you run out of milestone birthdays. I think like twenty five. Well, thirty is kind of a big deal, but like when I, by the time I got thirty, I was like, eh, I already been thirty for like three years before that, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> I literally feel you on that. I sometimes feel like I'm already in my thirties, and um, you know, luckily I'm far away from that. I still have like ten more years, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like two. Anyway. Um, I'm shocked that he would even say that. Honestly. I'm shocked. Uh, but you know what else? What else is happening this month aside from my birthday? We have our new president taking office. And Woo! I hope... Like I think I said in the last episode, but I hope everybody got out there and voted and had their opinion was heard. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get too shady on the podcast about. <laughs> yeah, election. honestly, um, it's especially when it comes to politics. <laughs> yeah, but there are certain people that I definitely didn't want to win. Um, I will say that, and I'm glad that that person will no longer be in office. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I didn't want Trump to win. And it has nothing to do with the political party. Um, I just feel like he just wasn't a good person. Like, it wouldn't have mattered if Trump was a Democrat. I would have literally voted for the opposite. I would have voted for a Republican just to get him out of office. It was just, like, as soon as I found out he was running the last time, I was like, uh, this guy was... I already knew he was an idiot. Like, if you knew anything about Donald Trump, you knew he was kind of an idiot. Like, it's not... It's nothing to do with... It's really nothing to do with the um, party. It's just, like, Donald Trump was the worst person to be in office. It wouldn't have mattered if he was a Democrat, a Libertarian. It didn't matter which party he ran under. It, he was terrible. So I'm glad yeah. that he's gone. I'm, I'm just going to be up front. Like, I mean, you know, if you voted for him, you might be offended, but I, I don't care. He was an idiot. Yeah, we just want to specify. We do not endorse parties on this channel. I mean, Mike and I are even two different parties. I'm not sure if Mike is part of any party, but... Um, I am a libertarian, you know, I can vote 
either way, um, I find that some of my values happen to be very Republican and some of my values happen to be very Democratic. You know, I mean, people should have the right to marry whoever they want to marry as long as it's the, the both parties are of legal age. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, so we don't endorse a particular channel on here. We just endorse, you know, positivity and um, freedom and all that, you know, freedomarts.com. Uh, that's arts with a Z. But, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, yeah. The reason I said something about Trump is because there are, yeah, there's some people I have friends that voted for him or whatever is fine. But as a gay black person, I was not, I, I wanted him out of office. I, after all the stuff that happened, um, the way that he just handled the situations with like Black Lives Matter and all that. The, the, the way that he handled it by not handling it. Like I've just never seen a president that just doesn't acknowledge any kind of social issues one way or the other and just kind of like blames everybody else for everything. And I think that, you know, if you were in a minority or in the LGBT community, you probably a good chance that, there's probably a good chance that you felt like your rights were like either violated or you were not being heard. And that was the main reason I wanted him gone. Um, like he just, there's no, like even, you know, Bush was a Republican and I respect Bush, you know, he had to deal with the whole Katrina thing. He had to deal with nine 11. A lot of people mm-hmm. had issues with the way that he handled it, but he did come out and handle it professionally. Mm-hmm. This president did not, there was nothing that he ever addressed like professionally or, mm-hmm. you know, he was always on Twitter are just like uh, pushing stuff under the rug. That was my that's a, like I said that was my main issue. That's why honestly, it's not a party thing. It's just literally like he was literally the worst person to lead the country ever. Like in my opinion, he just didn't have a stance. Like he really just didn't have a stance on anything. He just kind of swept everything under the rug and blamed other people. Or was just be like, "Oh, uh, well, you know, the Secretary of Defense should have handled that, and I'm like, okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. That's that was my biggest issue. So sorry for the people who voted for Trump that I'm I'm bitching about him on the podcast, but I'm just being real. Yeah, I also do want to say um, that um, side note that when Bush first got into office, he was super hot. Just saying. Um, I mean, hey, the man was very presidential anyway so um it is a new year guys we are so excited 2021 woo, 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 woo. i think this year is going to be everything that 2020 could have been if we had not had that bitch corona um i i it's so it's, it's so funny because like i have such mixed feelings about uh, corona, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, obviously I hate it. Um, I think it's, it's horrible and, you know, so many lives have been lost and changed and everything due to it. But I I am also a person who believes in the saying that everything happens for a reason. And so I love the fact that COVID has pushed a lot of people into the right places in their life and pushed a lot of us out of things that we shouldn't have been in anymore, shouldn't have been doing, things we were unhappy with, whatever, however you want to put it. And so, um, you know, I feel like 2021 is, it's, it's, it was like 2020 was like the reset that we needed. You know, like when you press reset on a video game, like 2020 was like the world's way of just being like, ooh, 
reset. And so now we're like starting over at the beginning of the game and like we're like pressing start and everything and getting ready to, you know, uh, pull out our little hyper beam. Oh, wait a minute. I'm making a huge Metroid reference. Sorry. Um, yeah, guys, Metro Pine 4 coming out later on this year. Just want to say that again. But yeah, um, you know, I am super excited. I have so many goals for this year. And I'm I'm going to just state some of them. I know some people are going to look at me like super crazy. Like, bitch, how are you going to achieve this? But pff, believe me, I've achieved crazier things in smaller amounts of time. So um, one of my big goals for this year is uh, to start my tour for my books. Um, I have a lot of things going on behind the scenes right now that I can't necessarily talk about. But, you know, there are things that are going to lead me to some very great places. And so I've been focusing very heavily on my books, on um, getting a job as a casting director and everything. And um, one of my biggest goals this year is to have my dream car. And even as I'm talking about it right now, I feel myself just getting so excited on the inside. But uh, it's to have my dream car, which is a Tesla. Um, I want to have my Tesla this year. I feel like it's going to happen. And it ain't going to be the cheap Tesla. I mean, all Teslas are great. But the one that I want is 90, 98, I think it's like 98,000. Um, I want that thing so bad and I'm going to have it. I want my Tesla. Why did you make that face when I said Tesla, you shady motherfucker? <laughs> First of all, that's literally only like 50,000 less than my house. Second of all, as a gay in California, there are certain things, certain stereotypes when it comes to cars that, you know, you just happen to fall into. So I just, I didn't want to see you fall into those same stereotypes. I was thinking maybe that you can get like a Ford or something. Um after it's done during this initial phase of shedding where the stuff, you know, like the buttons and stuff fall off, it's not too bad. Why would I get something that's ac- that a- it has literally the acronyms that mean found on the road dead? First of all, my Ford has only let me down like 12 or 13 times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after I finally got new tires because the ones that came with it are were garbage and then the stereo broke and I had to have the whole touchscreen replaced and then the AC keeps breaking well it doesn't break but it's this weird clicking sound and now I just live with it because I already had to fix three times under warranty after I got past all that stuff it's Jesus. been a good car it's been a good car mm. I'll stick with my Tesla because a Tesla fits me it fits who I am it's not gonna break down on me like, ugh. that's my car, man. I love it. I know it every time I see it. I'm like, this is it. This Tesla and me, we go together like, I don't like the saying like white on rice because white rice is not healthy. We go together like brown rice, brown on rice. Brown rice is good. It is loaded with nutrients. I'm telling you, I've been eating it like, like almost every day. Well, for the most part. Anyway. Yeah, so that's one of my big goals. The Tesla, the books, the casting directing, all that stuff. Um, 
And then it's also just to move, which I sh- should be doing in a few months, into a place that's a little more um, private where I have a little more space on my own. Um, so, yeah, those are my, like, big, big goals this year. Um, and there's other, of course, smaller goals, like, you know, get this new Nintendo Switch, which <laughs> I'm getting at, you know, getting Metroid Prime 4 and all that stuff. You know, But, yeah, um, what about you? Well, the big thing for me this year, if everything lines up, I should finally be over that thousand mark for the channel as far as subscribers. I guess that's not the main focus. It's just like I can finally monetize mm-hmm. at that point. So that's going to be a big thing. Um, that's not really a, a goal, but I'm just like projecting that that'll probably happen this year. I want to mm-hmm. get a new camera. I think um, my GH4 has served me really well, but I really want to... I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to get a GH um, 5S or if I want to go with like a Black Magic Pocket Cam. Um, or if I want to go with something completely different. I'm actually thinking about going with like one of the Sony A-series cameras because I want, mm-hmm. um, for one, those are full frame. And then Sony has a really good autofocus. So mm-hmm. I can still use my GH4 for like a secondary angle and then maybe have the Sony for my primary one where I don't have to worry about the focus. Because that's been a big thing for me. That's really, if mm-hmm. there was one thing that I don't, that's kind of a pain right now mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to alleviate is having to set the focus mm-hmm. each and every time I record a video because I can't trust the autofocus on the GH4. And a few times I have, it's just turned out disastrously. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. um Typically, with my videos, I literally have to go into my phone and connect it over Wi-Fi to the camera and then set my focus remotely, then disconnect mm-hmm. the phone because I can't have Wi-Fi and HDMI going or HDMI out on at the same time for my monitor. I can, but the camera just works extremely slow. So it's like a pain. It's literally a pain to deal with like the focus issues. And then sometimes if I'm just shooting... like the Ikea struggles video or something like that. I have to shoot it on my phone because the autofocus, I need If I need something with good autofocus, I use my phone. So I really like to have a full frame main camera, which the GH five and five S are not full frame. I would have to get like the, um, Panasonic S one or S one R if I was gonna get a Panasonic equivalent, but I want a full frame camera that has a good autofocus. So I might actually go with like, I'm thinking possibly going with the Sony series. But we'll see. Um, that's if we if I come across some extra money to buy one. Mm-hmm. So that's one that's my main thing. It's just you know improving that quality, and I don't know coming up with some new video ideas. Like I said, I want to do live streaming more often. Once I mm-hmm. come up with a good concept, and you know do a new intro song mm-hmm. for the live stream because that's something I have to do mm-hmm. for no reason because I just like making new intro songs, so I have to do that first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's probably, that's pretty much my goal. And of course, I got to keep focusing on losing weight because I've actually gained, I've probably gained like 20 pounds since November, at least. Oh my God. Oh, since November? I feel like I have, mm, when I weighed myself back in November, uh, I've lost, since November, I've lost like seven pounds. But, um... Let me tell you something. It hasn't been easy. A big thing I've been doing out here in California, um, I was working out mostly every day in Baltimore, but I don't know, for some reason, my body was just not feeling that place. 
But um, I mean, I mean, I love Maryland. It's great. It's wonderful. Move there, please. But um, you know, since I've been in California, I have felt much more motivated to work out every day because the weather is wonderful. And, you know, people in California have beautiful bodies, and I love looking at it. And I'm saying that in a way of saying I find all body types beautiful. You know, you can be a bigger, thicker person and still work out, and it creates a nice little beautiful definition to your body. So, um, yeah, I've been going hiking a lot since I've been here. Um, I've just been doing so many things that I feel like I just did not do as often in the other places I've lived. So, like, just being out here is a lot of motivation to keep myself in shape, to keep myself healthy. Um, you know, I live with, like, some of the people I live with are vegetarians. And even though I'm not a vegetarian, I've definitely increased my intake of vegetables because <laughs> vegetables in California are literally a dollar. It is the craziest thing in the world. And it makes me so excited because I've always liked vegetables. So to be able to eat them in, like, massive amounts now is totally cool. But, um... Yeah. I say all, yeah. I was gonna say I've actually been doing the Apple Fitness Plus. Well, I've, the funny thing is I've gained twenty pounds, but I literally run five days. Like I've ran five days a week for the last like year. So mm-hmm. I, because from me not actually going to work and like not taking the stairs every day like I used to, plus mm-hmm. working out, that's I've literally been gaining weight even while running. Like as far as like my running shape, I'm still in good shape. Like I still run. Mm-hmm. Um. I still run at least like three miles every day, but it's funny. It's like this is the first time I've like exercised regularly and still gain weight. <laughs> like, it, but that's like I think that's just a part of getting older. Cause like before, yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, like before I was in my twenties. You know, all I had to do was exercise. Like if I exercise like thirty minutes two times mm-hmm. a week, I would be like losing weight <laughs> and eating whatever I want to. But now it's like, oh, I gotta work a lot harder. So before, but before I got sick in November, I wasn't coronavirus or anything. I just got, I always get sick towards the end of November and the end of December. And it's always like the same thing happens where I'll get a bad cold and then it'll start to go away. And then towards the end of it, I'll get another cold. And it pretty much lasts like almost the whole month, like from the end of December to like the end of, or the end of November to the end of December. And that happened again. But before that, I was doing like six miles a day because I was running during my breaks at work, I would run a mile during each break, and then I would do, like, three miles after. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I stopped doing that when I got sick. So I was just doing, like, my normal. I just started going went back to doing three miles a day. And then, plus, I stopped watching what I was eating, which mm-hmm. hasn't helped at all. So it was, like, it was that combination. So I've actually still been exercising. It's just, like, for one, I haven't been watching what I was eating. And then I was doing less exercise. Like, I cut my exercise in half because yeah. I got sick. So now I'm just trying to get back into the groove. Yeah, we got to get you eating more vegetables, you know? I want you to enjoy all the leafy greenery of the world because it's so wonderful. I I know I sound crazy to you right now, guys, but I promise you, California has already... um, I won't even say... I don't like to use the word change. It has changed me, but it's helped me come into, like, who I've always been, you know? And so I've always been a person, like, I don't like seeing people eat super sloppy it literally like irritates me. Like I'm just like, ah, pigs, you know, but of course I have my cheat days too. You know, I love pizza. I can eat pizza any day, all day. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've been eating a lot of, um, frozen stuff, you know, uh, that makes sense. Mm. That is not the healthiest 
<laughs> the healthiest thing that you should be well, eating. Well, no, I eat, like, I do uh, a lot of Instant Pot stuff because it's easier. So what I'll do is I'll get, like, frozen chicken breast, and then I'll throw it in there with, like, some corn and some black beans, and then I'll cook rice with it, and I'll do, like, burritos that way. So I'll just get, like, frozen corn and then black beans and stuff, and I'll throw it in there with the taco seasoning, the chicken, and I'll just make chicken burritos. Or um, mm, I also do that with so good. with nachos as well. But that's why I just typically buy frozen vegetables because I usually prim- I pretty much cook everything either in the air fryer or the instant or the instant pot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I buy like a lot of frozen stuff. Um, oh, okay, I understand now. I get you. But yeah, but there there have been a lot of days where we've just been like, well, we're just gonna order Chinello's, which is a ghetto <laughs> piece. It's a ghetto piece of place in Virginia. If y'all haven't heard of it. Um, I think it's regional. I'm pretty sure it's regional. Is it? Uh, you know what? I think we had a Chinello's in Florida. I, 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 I'm not sure if Virginia was my first time going to Chinello's or not. I can't remember. I feel like it's like one. It's, I feel like it's kind of like food line, where it's like um, a southeast thing, like a southeast region thing. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been like Chinello's, and then unfortunately Taco Bell has been cre- creeping in a lot more. So I I've think, had Taco Bell one time since I've been in California. Crazy. But yeah, I I think there's other aspects of my life which I'm not going to get into in the podcast. But there's other things in my life that need to change. Um, and I just think I just haven't been in a good headspace. Like outside of the YouTube channel, which everything, like I said, it has been it has slowed down. But I've been mm-hmm. pretty much happy with it. Mm-hmm. But there's just other aspects of my life. You know what's been going on with other aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. Um, that I just haven't been. I've been extremely unhappy with lately. Yeah. I guess I'm not going to go into detail in case people from the other aspects of my life are listening. Um, but once once those things are ironed out, I'll be in a much better place. And they should be ironed out very soon. Oh, they're going to get ironed out all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, um, you know, that basically brings us to a wrap. Um as far as all of our big 2021 goals, you guys send us some comments. Let us know what some of your 2021 goals are. And, you know, stick with them. A lot of times people make these, like, goals and they don't stick with them or blah, 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 blah. But if coronavirus has taught you anything, it's that life is short. Like, you can, like, walk outside and just, like, drop dead. So, you know, you know, seize the day. Carpe diem, baby. Um, In order to help Mike achieve one of his goals which is, you know, some of that more um, freedom from in certain aspects of his life. What we should do is, you know, do a little shout out for your channel and do all your stuff, you know, so you can get you more subscribers and start monetizing stuff. So I'll hand it over to you. All right. Well, you know where I be and I be at. Oh, that was that horrible sentence. You know where I be. I be at youtube.com slash Mike Text It Out, where every Sunday and Wednesday, I'm always coming with the tech news. I also do reviews, unboxing, and then just generally, like, I just like to hang out and talk about stuff. And sometimes I'll even tell you how to find difficult-to-find items, like graphics cards or these headphones, which are literally sold out when I bought them. So, it's just, you know, if you want your deals, you know, your tech deals or where to find stuff at, I got the mm-hmm. secrets. Hit me up on Twitter and Mike text it out. And I have a, um, I also have a Facebook page. I also have a Facebook page. 
That's that. <coughs> I'm sorry. It's, it exists. It, yeah. yeah, um, as for me, you guys know where to find me. You can always find me at freedomarts.com. Again, that is freedomarts.com. That's F-R-E-E-D-O-M-A-R-T-Z.com. You know, go there, explore my site a little bit, check out some books, you know. Um, you can also find me on Instagram since I'm finally starting to use that more because everybody in L.A. uses Instagram. I'm like, I guess. So um, my Instagram is at Dijon Mac because I'm the Mac daddy. Um, oh, that was the best time I've ever said it. But um, and you can also find me on Twitter at um, you, you'll see it down below. I can't remember what my Twitter tag is. Um you can also find us on Twitter at DMMRP. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's all the places you can find me. Or, you know, if you get really bored or you're like, don't know what else to do, just literally Google my name and all my shit will pop up. Like, literally. You know, just Google, like, Dijon McIntyre and you'll see, like, my books, my Twitter. Well, maybe my Twitter. I don't know. Uh, my acting stuff will pop up. All that stuff. So, yeah. I would hope that we get a chance to hear from you guys. Email us, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Thank you so much for anyone who took the time to watch this. I apologize that we took such a long break of doing our videos together. I was honestly getting settled in L.A. It's been so much to like move all the way across the country where you have basically no family and so you know i really had to do everything myself you know what i mean and of course so you know i had the help of god but that was it like i didn't really have anyone you know really helping me i'm just like settling in by myself and everything so it's been a lot and everything but it's been worth it now i'm getting back on the ball getting ready to do all my stuff and yeah thank you so much guys for watching us i appreciate it so so much all right, and with that being said, this brings an end to this episode of the podcast. And don't forget, you can also find the audio version on iTunes, Spotify, and on SoundCloud. And we're on Stitcher as well. I almost forgot Stitcher. But yeah, if you want to just listen to this, check out that. Of course, we're on YouTube if you want to watch the video version. And until next time, stay peachy keen. I feel like I had to end the episode in a wholesome way. Yeah, we did use a lot of profanity, huh? Yeah. Oh, also, don't forget, buy your copy of the Nintendo Switch. And, uh, yeah, I just want to throw it out there because they have a new Nintendo Switch that's coming out that's going to be like a Mario edition. It's super cute. It's red and blue. Just had to put that out there real quick. So, yeah, um, stay safe, wear your mask, sanitize, uh, walk in love, and uh, see you next time. All right. From VA to LA, we are out. Yeah. Adios, amigos. Ah, that was so good. You see how I did that VA to LA in there? Like, why did it go like that? Mm-hmm.